and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I am Midge Munster. And today is actually a special episode. Um, It is our 30th episode, which feels crazy. (laughs) Happy 30th. Uh, So we asked some of you on Instagram uh, for questions that you had for us um, about the podcast, about spooky things in general. um, And we are going to answer some of those for you today. Yeah, going to tell you all our secrets. <laughs> yes, we're spilling the tea today yes. on everything spooky. So um, we did uh, divvy these up a little bit. So we're going to start off answering any podcast or questions about us, um, personal details. Um, and our first one is from our friend Spooky Little Halloween, who wants some dirt. Uh, she wants to know about something that went wrong uh, while we were working on the podcast and how we recovered. <laughs> Let's talk about 10 minutes ago when we were recording the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I feel like nothing like dramatically bad has happened except for sometimes like, you know, it's a chat show. So we mm-hmm. enjoy having little, you know, following various conversational rabbits over the hills and sometimes we get lost and we can't get back to where we started from yeah uh yeah just you know any the the same things you would deal with with pretty much any type of thing like those like weird sneezing coughing uh hiccuping (laughs) yes uh and yeah like i think i think sometimes we both maybe get a little um like self-conscious about like oh i did this i didn't have enough material for this Mm. episode like you know we'll get really excited and we'll talk fast about something and then all of a sudden we're like oh it's been six minutes (laughs) (laughs) yes or or sometimes i feel like i while you are if you're telling me about something i want to bring up something but i don't want to ruin it if you're planning to talk about it later so sometimes i'm just like can we talk about this right now or is that gonna is that gonna ruin like your flow i also completely forget that we can like we can edit this it's recorded like i'm always like oh my god it's live (laughs) (laughs) we do um any of you who listen to this are probably aware that we do minimal editing on this show i Mm -hmm. you know do take out like if we cough or like mess something up real bad but most of the time i just leave it in and let you experience it with us yes (laughs) but yeah nothing uh knock on wood nothing super crazy has gone wrong (laughs) like we haven't uh like forgotten to hit record or <laughs> oh now you're making me go back to the tab and make sure it's recording okay it is i can see the little red light we're good uh, i went yeah. i went into the other tab to look at my notes <laughs> so i did i did yeah sure. same <laughs> i did notice uh i think a couple episodes back my microphone came unplugged for like two seconds i don't know oh, if, no. you, if you if you if you picked it up on your headphones but i was like oh my god all of a sudden my my sound waves are very loud <laughs> Uh, well, so next we have, we have, uh, I love that some of our friends asked us some questions. Uh, We've got our, our pals over at your best Halloween ever here asking, are you too open to bringing guests on the show? (laughs) Spooky friends. (laughs) Spooky friends. I think we're definitely open to having guests. Like that's something that we have talked about and Mm -hmm. um, are probably going to start implementing some of that in the the near-ish future. Yeah, we've definitely chatted about it, and I, I, I think you and I are both of the like 
the idea that anytime we can share our community with you all like and and spread you like more audience out to our friends as well and show you what wonderful people they are we're we're excited to be able to do that also so yes definitely definitely not opposed to it at all yes uh rabbit person also asked about guests so answered um but was also curious if we have pets um i do not currently have a pet um i am i consider myself the auntie uh to all of the dogs and cats that i know so i have i have several uh furry nieces and nephews uh, but i do not have a pet of my own at this time i have one doggo a very special boy named roscoe and uh he's just a mutt we adopted him from a shelter like four years ago now i guess mm-hmm. um and he's he's my everything. <laughs> he's a, he's a wonderful, wonderful dog. I am sure if, if you follow me on my Instagram, I post pictures of him to my story a lot and just show him being a cute little schmoop. Wow. I'm assuming that rabbit person probably has a rabbit. Uh, so send us pictures of your rabbit, rabbit person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we have, Chelsea Datry, Datry, Chelsea Datry. I'm probably not saying that right. Um, the question is, how did you two meet? Uh, boy, I wish I could remember. <laughs> On Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the general question or the general answer. On Instagram, we. I mean, I think I just saw you through. Um, honestly, probably through like um, plus size pinup tags or things yeah. like that. Um. It, it really wasn't even initially a spooky uh, connection. I, I think I found you or you found me because of vintage fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always, I remember liking you. <laughs> like, <laughs> because you were alternative looking. Like a lot yeah. of, uh, I mean, the vintage fashion community is great. Um, but a lot of the gals are very, quote, normal looking. Like, yes. and Penny always stuck out because at the time when I started following you, you had purple hair. Um, and you always were like doing great fashion things. And I was like, oh, I want to know that person. And then I think we probably just responded to each other's stories enough that. <laughs> yes. So just, just started the, you know, the kind of the, the rolling ball, um, snowball of connection where you know you comment a little bit and then you comment and then you're like "Ooh, are we friends now i think we're having friends (laughs) we're having a friend flirtation ship yes (laughs) i like you do you like me do you want to do do picture collabs (laughs) that's the way to make friends on the internet (laughs) yes and here we are what what good times (laughs) yes uh so much so much has grown from just a few few likes Mutual likes. Mutual admiration. (laughs) All right. Now we're going to move into spooky questions. Um, This one from SN Laker. Locker? Locker. Uh, Locker. Uh, Your favorite spooky experience? Um, Mine. I think maybe we've talked about this on the pod before, but. Mine was probably I went on a, a ghost tour under the streets of Scotland, mm-hmm. um, under under well not Scotland in total in Edinburgh. <laughs> um, um, that's like one of the few times that I think I've actually been like touched by a ghost or encountered a ghost, and in the moment it was horrifying, but it's now like one of my favorite little 
<laughs> things that's ever happened. I was like, yeah, got one. Got one. Ooh. Um, I, so this is a uh, very appropriate, um, but I, it's not like a spooky, spooky experience, um, but I went to a really fun outdoor uh, viewing of Beetlejuice a couple of years ago, and it was just so much fun to like, you know, get out on my blanket and watch it in the park with a bunch of other, other cool peeps. Uh, So that's probably my favorite right now. Heck yeah. You better call me next time. Yes. Uh, Cheers with Chelsea asked favorite cryptid and cryptid that just freaks you out too much that you wish you didn't know about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, I mean, I think obviously the cryptid of my heart has to be the hodag. Hodag, yep. Hodag, the Wisconsin hodag, who I did get to go and meet. Um, was that just last month? It was last month. Goodness gracious. Um, cryptid that freaks me out um i i have always found like jersey devil stories to be very weird Mm, nice yeah he's a he's a spooky boy yeah he's very spooky uh i think i think my favorite's probably mothman i'm really into mothman solid solid though i mean the hodag really did i mean you know for like yes (laughs) and he was making fun of me because i went on a rampage like i was captured your heart he stole me away i was sharing hodag art left and right for two weeks after she introduced me (laughs) i was obsessed so yeah the tie tie between hodag and mothman um cryptid that freaks me out is uh like a wendigo Oh yeah, uh, Skinwalker, any any of that kind of thing that legitimately scares me. And I've watched a lot of I <laughs> I don't know actually if my friend Emmy listens to the pod or not, but Emmy will send me videos of people like have they've caught things on tape that mm-hmm. they believe to be Wendigo or Skinwalkers, and I, I <laughs> it will. And the creepy thing about them is the like the legend is that if you like remember about them or talk about them, that it like brings them to your sphere. Um, mm. So I'm so sorry to everyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> you are in immediate danger. Oh no. <laughs> I do. Oh, I just found out. Oh, oh, can, here, I'm going to segue into the next question. Are you ready? All right. Yeah. It hit me. I just found out. So I played a game called horrified uh, yesterday with uh, your best Halloween ever. And I just found out that there is a new version that just released of it called Horrified American Monsters, and it's all cryptids that you have Ooh. to fight. Um, and I'm, I literally was out today trying to find a copy of it because <laughs> I want it so bad. So uh, segue into our next question from SN Locker, favorite spooky games, tabletop or video? Ooh, well, that one does sound very fun. Um, I don't really play any spooky video games because most of them are uh, first person and I get motion sick if I even watch them. (laughs) So that's a no. Um, But one of my favorite board games um, of all time is Betrayal at the House on the Hill, um, which is like a horror movie in board game form um, where you are a group of uh, people in this creepy old house and you are turning over tiles and like creating the map of it 
as you are exploring it and like you find omens or you find weird like objects and then partway through the game once you hit like a certain a certain number of omens i think um it is called the turn and someone in the group ends up being the bad guy and yeah so like they have a booklet of different scenarios um and they're like the haunt is on and so like based on like what room you're in and what this and what triggered this um it'll be like oh you go to this page and then there's one for the rest of the group and you have to um like figure out kind of this horror movie scenario and try and escape and like there are different win conditions for each thing and the other person has their own conditions that they're trying to stop you from doing it and it's so so much fun that you you are now the second person to tell me about this game my 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 friend richie keeps telling me i have to play this and so i'm i'm we're gonna have to play it very soon (laughs) yes do it it's so much fun remind me are you are you the one who told me about 10 candles yes the rpg yeah because that sounded so freaking fun too Yes, that one is also really fun. Um, for those who don't remember, uh, Ten Candles is like a very simple um, role-playing game um, where it is a horror game where no one survives and you are <laughs> physically blowing out candles um, as different things are happening and throughout the night and when all of the candles are out, all of your characters are dead. Incredible. I'm man this we could have honestly we could do a whole episode about this but I, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do a, a quick mm-hmm. rundown uh because I do play video games um until dawn is my favorite horror video game I've ever played um because it's a like butterfly effect game where every choice you make affects the outcome of your characters and how how it plays out and it's like a horror film um but there's like three or four different bad like big bads happening mm-hmm. um and there's a cryptid that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> um until dawn is amazing um and then yeah i i really we i just played horrified for the first time last night and i fully cannot say enough about it it's a little bit of a, a learning curve there's a lot to it but it was so freaking fun 10 out of 10 if you're looking nice. for a good spooky tabletop very cool um, our next question is from Disdainbrook, uh, who wants to know, if you were in a slasher movie, <laughs> what character trope would you be? What killer would you be up against? And would you make it to the end credits? <laughs> I I want us to answer this for each other. <laughs> <laughs> because I think my my self-awareness is not good enough to answer this question. I think you would definitely survive because you'd be the person that's like, I'm done. <laughs> right. You would be the first one out the door. You'd be like, nah. <laughs> I'd be like, better. oh, is there a murderer here? Goodbye. Better not. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't Um, know. I I feel like I feel like maybe you would be the one who like thinks it's a prank the whole time, and (laughs) it's just like, you guys, is that you? Are you doing it there? And so you'd be like trying to like find the mass killer and be like, it's just my friends playing a crazy joke on me. I would love to say that I would survive, but I just wouldn't because I. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, you. I don't have to. um, You know, I my like 
what is it called? Like my tragic trait or whatever is that I am just curious as hell. <laughs> and I would want to, I, yep. my, my instinct would tell me GTFO, but my heart song would say, I have to find out what's going on. And yep. if anyone else were in danger and wouldn't leave with me, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't leave anybody behind. So then I would die. <laughs> Which See, and, yeah, oh, and I feel like I I maybe would die because I would be the one who would be like, fuck this shit, I'm out, and then like end up like secretly getting like poison darted in her car We'd on be the bad. way. And like you We'd think be- that she got away, but actually she was dead the whole time. You'd be that reveal when it's me at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm the last death, but I'm running and I'm like, ah, and then I run past like your body and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> You've been dead since the opening credits and we right. have no idea. <sighs> oh my God. That's wow. What a great question. <laughs> that is a very this, good question. This tickled me. This, this, um, this is my, my real life bestie. So she is a good question asker. Incredible. She is the one who inter- who makes me watch horror movies with her. So I'm not surprised. I love that. This is the direction she took. <laughs> as far as which killer we'd be up against. If we get to pick, like, do we get to, <laughs> like, do we get to pick which one would we think would be the easiest to like snuff out? I just, I don't I I like I like like a Jason. I like something like physical that you can like hit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I don't want to be up against Freddy Krueger. That's what I was going to say. I'm like it depends on what the like if it's what would you most want to fight? It would be like one that's like a dude, like, you know, scream or something. But yeah. if it's which one would be like most dangerous, it would definitely be like one of these like Freddy or one of these fantasy guys where i'm like i can't even get away because he's in my brain i think our horror movie is like we go to a like convention for some kind of like we go to like a fashion convention <laughs> like we're, yes. we're we're talking at a at midsummer scream on our panel and we have a, a disgruntled listener who comes no. to attack us <laughs> oh man <laughs> So uh, that what that was a great question. Thank you for that. That really that tickled my fancy. Uh, our next one is from Sister Hipster. Uh, y'all talked about BuzzFeed Unsolved on the Unsolved Mysteries episode. So do you have a fave BuzzFeed Unsolved episode? Uh, well, I think I'm the only. Have you watched any? Unsolved I have seen then? two episodes. <laughs> So I will pick from those two. There you go. I mean, I feel like everybody loves the Goatman. Goatman's Bridge is a classic. Um, I really, I really enjoyed the whole um, like final season of Supernatural um, when they revisited a lot of the houses that they had been to and kind of did some of that next level stuff. But I also really love. like old timey murders, like the one about the Cleveland torso killers is just so good. Um, highly recommend. So I love anything like that where I'm taking notes. <laughs> yes. Uh, where they just kind of go off on some crazy discussion. I love Shane's old timey voice that he does. <laughs> so anything uh, where they discuss like a pre like 1950s mystery um, definitely gets a, a gold star from me. Now I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna take this a whole different route. 
because I, like I said, I've only seen two episodes mm-hmm. of actual Unsolved. But what I have been watching pretty religiously lately is uh, their Weird and Wonderful World series, yeah. as well as Puppet History. <laughs> I love Puppet History. Um, and actually, this, this whole this started. So one of my best friends is obsessed with Shame Day. Um, and she's been trying to get me to watch Unsolved for years, and we watched a couple, and I was like, I'm just not a true crime gal. I'm just never have been kind of, okay. Um, but her and I have been learning to roller skate. <laughs> and so we watched the World, Weird One for World episode where they uh, get taught how to roller skate by a roller derby woman. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was really, A, really informative, and B, one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my entire life. Oh, good. Um, and so then I got very into just Shane and R- Ryan as a people. Yes. Um, and she was like, well, maybe you'll like puppet history because you like history. So then I watched that. And if you have not seen the Olga of Kiev <laughs> <laughs> uh, puppet history, 10 out of 10. I also watched the the Molasses Spill one. Yes. Oh, that my God. Was so I freaking love the funny. You the definitely wa- <laughs> watching the Dancing Plague. Okay. Okay. So that was a, a not really an answer to your question, but <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yes, we're your general fans. Um, let's see. Uh, Jay Shrug had two questions. The first one was best spooky beverage. Oh, a beverageino. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I'm not a PSL girl, so I, I really like a pumpkin cream cold brew. Mm-hmm. Um, if that counts as a spooky beverage, it's uh, it's a fall season beverage for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I. I mean, if we're if we're talking about like fall, like I'm a I'm an apple cider kind of lady. Mm-hmm. Um, for a, a spooky beverage. Um. Ooh, I did make a cocktail actually last year for my Springoween party on Ooh. YouTube that was called the Coco Skellington. Um, and that was delicious. I would 10 of 10 recommend that. It's one of the cocktails from uh, Beetle House, the, the Beetlejuice oh, bar nice. in New York and LA. That's delicious if you're looking for something adult. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to think of like a good cocktail that I could think of. I mean, I would say the, the spookiest thing is that I drink Mountain Dew every day. So <laughs> God only knows what what's that's doing <laughs> to me. <laughs> and it's that green. Is, that's truly horrifying. Yeah, that, that see, see arsenic <laughs> two episodes <laughs> back. Put a little asterisk next to this. Yes. <laughs> uh. Uh, let's see. So Jay Shrog also asked uh, what our favorite spooky movie is. Oh, I mean, we we spoiler alert. We were just talking about Beetlejuice <laughs> moments ago. No, mere moments. That is definitely very high up on my list. Um, Beetlejuice is an all time fave. I am a big Hocus Pocus fan. I am too. Um, really, really into that. And I feel like so... Those two are like definitely my must watches. Um, I also really enjoy like a Sleepy Hollow. Oh, are kind of my my triad of like things that I watch as soon as like Halloween starts. That I'm like, I'll put this on while I'm like doing a craft or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. I w- that all has my cosign. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will also because I'm the the more the horror person here. I will also. Outside of spooky, if we're talking horror movies, mm-hmm. uh, 
my favorites are Trick or Treat, Jennifer's Body, and uh, like the ha- the Halloween franchise. Yes. Uh, those are and Nightmare. Uh, honestly, as long as it's not Friday the Thirteenth, I'm there. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm not interested in Jason. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, and r- wait, did I just ask this one, or did you ask this one? <laughs> I asked the last one. Okay. It's all, it's all you, baby. It's all good. It's all good. We're doing it. Uh, Rebecca from Riverdale wants to know what our favorite historical era for spooky fashion styles wow. is. Wow. This really is uh, just hitting all the marks for our the last couple episodes it we filmed. Is. <laughs> uh, well, for me, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mod 60s queen. I really am. Uh, I wish I could say that I was more interested in like true historical fashion, but... I, I love the 50s and 60s. Uh, mid-century is where it's at for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say mid-century is my general favorite fashion style. For spooky and specific, I love a good Victorian vibe. Like, just kind of like the gothic elements of anything Victorian. Like, you know, we've talked about casket rings and all sorts yeah. of crazy stuff. I always love uh, mixing a little bit of that in to my vibe. I guess it depends on how I, I, I understand now that I think we're reading this question differently. I thought like it meant like on me for spooky fashion. What era yeah. am I replicating? Yeah. So I guess if like looking historically at which fashions are are spooky i think yeah i mean i think victorian obviously is the one that like comes to mind as being kind of hauntingly like ooh, beautiful and spooky (laughs) but i think you can make any era spooky if you if you believe in yourself (laughs) this is true this is true uh raylan uh, nope (laughs) i've almost said 1984 no raylan 1894 said what spooky character shaped you as a child oh that's a good question Ooh, um i for me it's winifred sanderson uh (laughs) classic hands down i i have wanted to be bet midler since the day that my being slithered down onto this little little rock <laughs> in space i said i'm gonna be bet midler today um I, I i also we've talked about this before but i think like all the the people i've admired in time like women that really shaped me were redheads yes <laughs> and i i definitely remember like thinking oh my god winifred has like the best hair <laughs> Um, I feel like like now it's it's hard to necessarily pick a specific one, but I feel like I was very shaped by like ghosts characters as a kid. Like mm-hmm. I remember I don't know if anyone else would know this one, but there was a movie that we used to check out from Blockbuster a lot where it was like a girl went to go like her family bought like an old palace and there was the ghost of a little girl princess who lived there. Hmm. And, like, they became friends and stuff. And I just remember being like, yes, I want to be a princess ghost. This is this is the way to do <laughs> and things. And look what you became. Good yeah. for you. Dreams do come true. <laughs> they do. Yeah, that was probably the most, like, um, <laughs> thing that I imprinted the most on was I was like, it would be good to be a beautiful ghost. <laughs> so proud of you for achieving your goals (laughs) uh and just to wrap it up we have a couple halloween specific questions 
Um, we have another one from Chels Daytree um, who wants to know what our favorite Halloween candy is. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think I've mentioned before, I love a Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Um, though I will say, if we're talking specifically candy that we received in our bucket, trick or treating, like what was the best thing to find? For me, it was those like tubes of mini M&M's. Ooh, that was good. I that thought was I was time. the queen of the candy store when I had a, a tube of mini M&M's. And they, you got to do the little squeeze. You would squeeze it at the top and it would go like. <laughs> yes. It was, it was, it was the bomb.com. Uh, I have always been a big fan of just anything chocolate. Like that was when I um, would come home with my trick or treating, I would divvy things up into chocolate and not chocolate. Yeah. And then divvy up, you know, in order of preference from there. But chocolate was always top, top choice. Um, I'm a big Reese's fan. That's I rem- probably, probably my all time fave. I literally I was talking to so I, I just spent a weekend with uh, Devin and Andrew from your Halloween yes. ever and they uh, we were talking about this for some reason and I literally said like I was like well Penny loves a Reese's <laughs> it's like this you know you I, know me <laughs> uh, we also have uh, another question from Chels uh, for both of you pretty girls oh mm. for us ghouly ghouly ghouls uh, most favorite Halloween costume parentheses that you've worn. I know yours. Ooh, you do. <laughs> and see, now I'm like, I know I've given some answers to this. So now I'm like, do I come up with a new answer just to mm-hmm. just to Spice shock things just up to shock and excite everyone? Um, I mean, so all time favorite of life, uh, Spiderella, mm-hmm. Spiderella <laughs> costume that I wore as as a youth. Um, I would say I actually was really, really happy with my Halloween costume this year. Um, I was a Stay Puffed Marshmallow girl. Yeah, so cute. had a super cute little sailor dress and my white wig and my little sailor hat that I had to buy two of because they came in a pack of two. And I had to like (laughs) pry a little plastic captain logo off of it. Um, (laughs) But it was worth it. And I felt extremely cute. Oh... Yeah, I know. I my previous answer has been "I Dream of Janie," uh, which is definitely still rings true. Mm-hmm. I also i mm, my mom made me a Jesse costume one year from Toy Story, Aww. and I also really really loved that. Um, my mom was really great about making costumes, so I like always had something really fun that like nobody else was dressed up as. Yeah. And so overall, just. My favorite thing is my mom is the answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> she she makes dope costumes. Excellent. Uh, and our final question, which I thought was one that was very relevant uh, right now. Yes. It is from a friend whose username is not a thing that you can say. Um, I believe this is but... from Jenny. I think they're, if I remember right, their their name is backwards. Almost. Okay. I must so, have yeah. mistyped it in there. Um, <laughs> but she asks us, how do you survive the summer? And the Which is such is a good don't. question for all all the spooky people out there. The answer is we're we're dying. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um. I actually was talking about this with some folks the last couple of days. Like, I almost get more excited for Halloween in non-Halloween season now. Mm. Now that my life is so vested in it, <laughs> um, like. 
I love like I love Spring Halloween. I love pastel Halloween time. And then by the time Spring Halloween's kind of over, then we're getting into summer and it's like it's Halloween decor hunting time. This is and very that, true. Like that passes the time for me. I like to I like to truck it through and just get excited about what's what's coming our way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say I think it is like just bringing like little pieces of Halloween into your life as often as possible, whether it's mm-hmm. because you are Halloween hunting over the summer or because you are, you know, doing Halloween or Springoween and, you know, kind of bringing it back. I'm just, or even if you're just like, you know what, I'm watching Beetlejuice right now. I can watch Hocus Pocus whenever I want. Um, just let, yeah, I don't your, know. let yourself have pieces of Halloween. I don't know if anyone's told you that, but there's no time limit. It's <laughs> when you can watch Halloween movies. You can do it you, whenever you like. When you click on them, it doesn't come up and say, no, you can't watch this until October. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if there was a Netflix notification? It's like, are you sure? <laughs> it's like seasonally appropriate filter. It's like, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> do you know what? It makes you like click the correct date. It's like, what day is it today? <laughs> are oh, you man. okay? Uh, love that. Or I don't know if anyone who plays Animal crossing is familiar with time traveling yeah where you you know change the date on your switch so you can trick the game into thinking you're different places yes. now i'm just picturing having to like change the date on your tv to be like no really i promise it's halloween it's october 3rd it's halloween let me watch sleepy hollow <laughs> i do think too um we like uh, as far as <laughs> summer i'm thinking also i don't know where this person lives but like um being a creature of the the fall and surviving like summer as far as Oof. like heat yes <laughs> um fi- finding like things that are fun to wear that are not hot uh can be really challenging as a like also as like a person but also as a plus size person too mm-hmm. and i think like you and i have found a lot of really fun brands and things that like have you know like a a cute summer print but it's spooky and then that's that's a a fun way to like again kind of just trick your brain into like it can be whenever you want it to be it can- yes. <laughs> like, if if the panini has taught me one thing it's that time is irrelevant and the rules don't matter <laughs> you can have a little halloween as a treat yeah exactly <laughs> i just keep a little in my purse with me at all times for when i yes when for, i just for when need you something really need it got some you know i've still got cotton can cotton candy Pfft. i've got candy corn in my cabinet if i ever if i ever need a little bit there you go it's like a just a like a little candy corn pill and you take it and then like you're <laughs> you try it turns into halloween it's perfect yes. My hair starts to glow a little bit. I'm like, mm, recharged. Uh, well, thank you everyone so much for listening. Um, you know, it is so crazy that we're 30 episodes in and it's been so, so wonderful to have your comments and your messages and your thoughts and your reviews. And we just really, really appreciate it. Yeah, it feels like just yesterday that we were recording our first episode and we were so nervous yes, <laughs> and we're like is anyone gonna listen to this <laughs> does anyone care yeah this is awesome and we yeah thank you for you know caring enough to submit questions and uh hanging out with us 
If you like to hang out with us, please let us know. You can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we would love to read it live on the air. <laughs> yes, if you if you too want to feel the thrill of hearing us attempt to pronounce your username, <laughs> leave a review, and that could happen to you. I'm picturing now people are gonna like make the most complicated <laughs> usernames and be like, "Suck it, Penny and Mitch." Whoa. Like, ah <laughs> oh, man. We would we would struggle through it for you, listener. For you, for you. Uh, and if you would like to follow along with us, uh, you can find our podcast on Instagram at Ghouls Night in Pod, and you can find me um, on all of the things at Penny Snark, and you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And, and that's all. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Goodbye. Bye.